Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Old number 99 was throwing equipment around on the field against Tennessee on Saturday. I wonder what about the old 99 Jason Buck has to say about this one. Rivals has arrived. All right, welcome to another episode of Rivals. Scott Mitchell here, Jason Buck over there. Jason's in Chicago eating some pizza, working on the grandkids. So, working on the grandkids, so, coaching, coaching eighth grade football. Yeah, so number 99, Zach Doff for BYU, there was a moment which got some attention around the world of sports yeah. when uh, apparently the quarterback for Tennessee lost his shoe. Zach Doff found it and rather – um, I don't know, violently, angrily threw the shoe about as far as he possibly could. It looked like a guy in the Olympics doing the shot put and throwing a, the shot put, you know, because it just it, the shoe didn't really go anywhere. It was just kind of funny. But there was some yeah. uh, there was some vengeance in, in it and, and a little bit of anger. And, and it's one of those things that I think very easily could have been called an unsportsmanlike Conduct Absolutely. Play. He was so lucky not to get an unsportsmanlike on that. To to the, the the official's credit, they let the shoe be retrieved and the quarterback got to put it on. They didn't call yeah. a delay of game or anything. And so, you know, so maybe that's... Which I was good with, but you that's could a absolutely good have called him on that one. Okay, so if you're a coach, do you like do you like the aggression? Is that is that one of those situations? Because you see guys throwing other guys' towels and things like that. Do you like yeah. that? Do you like that, Jason? And don't don't give you know, me don't give me the Grandpa Jason answer. Give me the give me the Jason <laughs> that likes to dream about quarterbacks and whatever. Yeah, well, I'll I'll tell you one. I, I about brought a whole brought a whole stadium down upon me on one that I did, but that one, you know, Doc. I, he's my favorite D lineman down at BYU right now. I really like his motor. Like how he hustles. He, he he does a good job. I think he's the best guy at BYU right now on the D line. Do you like how he hates he, the other opponent's shoes and well, everything about him? You do you like that? Because if cause I was you, just coaching the sideline, I probably would have chuckled a little bit inside, but I would have brought him over, chewed him out for a second, and said, "Buddy, this is how you do it." I love the rage. I love the intensity. So you teach a guy like that how to channel it. That was not a good decision that you just made right there. Learn from this. Don't do it again. So I wouldn't like punish him, but I'd be like, "You got to learn from this." He's a he's a guy that needs to learn how to channel it. And picking up a shoe and chucking it over to the bleachers or the sideline out on national TV is not the best thing to do. I I think it's funny. I I, I thought it was I, funny too. I appreciate. But I would kind of channel it, right? I, right. I appreciate the excitement over it, but it, it's one of those things where it's unnecessary. And right, why, why unnecessary? Yards, that right. would really hurt. There, yeah, and and there's this rage that football players have that it, it does need to be within the confines of of uh, of what's right. I I uh, my son right. plays high school football, and they're playing in a rather um, intense battle against their rival, 
last week. And Springville has this defensive lineman who had been warned on multiple, multiple occasions to knock it off. Well, uh. all, all of a sudden, the sideline official, the play starts, and like within a second of the play, it's a pass play, this this defender is, is ejected from the game for unsportsmanlike conduct. And of course, you know, you know, in high school football, they have the iPad so they can see the play like immediately when it happens. And the coaches are watching it on the sideline. Of course, I have a, a sideline pass because of my job and the fact that my son yeah. plays. And, and so I kind of peek over their shoulder to see what's happening. And, and I can't really tell from, from the photo that like this kid did anything. Well, later on, you can see it very clearly that he starts on the outside and he punches a guy right in the stomach. And the guy drops to the ground immediately, and then he punches another guy in the stomach on his way what? through. So he rips from the outside, takes out two guys in in a couple of blows, and it's and it was apparent. I mean, when you look at it, it's like so blatantly obvious, right? And so it's that whole thing about rage, you know, where yeah. Where, so so what are the things yeah, that you've you've done that maybe were on the borderline of stupid? <laughs> or, or maybe maybe it went over the line and they were stupid. No. Well, you know what? I always had control. You know, I always had really good control. I, I called it a, you got to be able to play at a high intellectual rage. And There's no intellectual able... rage as a defensive. Oh, you had no intellect at all. It was just like kill kill the guy over there. That was <laughs> How intellectual is that, right? You got, you it's not. It's not like. It's not like a quarterback where you go. Okay, we have to dissect it, what coverage and where are all these people going, and I'm dropping back, yeah, and I got and ten thousand people. Like, oh, and all you have to mindset of like, let's have a little cup of tea now with my little pinky. And all you know, Jason has to out. all Jason has to worry about is which gap do I go in the A gap or do I go in the B gap? <laughs> And that's yeah, it. It's yeah. like if I, I had I that simple a life. Tackle, set, set his feet. Am I going to set him up, make him jump set me, get him bailing out? Oh, you know, yeah. That's, how can I set him on the edge, use my hand? Hey, that's it. Like watching a kung fu movie, man. That, that's intellectual. There's no question about that, boy. Where does right? the offensive lineman set up? It's like, Jason, you either go outside him no. or you go inside him. There's no <laughs> other way. It's, 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 it's like – and it's like fine, fake him in the inside and go outside, and maybe fake no, him in. A thousand different things. There's not a thousand. It's two options. It's two so options. Many things that happen. Okay, so quick. I don't. I don't. But, don't give me this intellectual like rage. It it's is, like it is, you, there was no intellect to it. At a high level of intensity and still keep your intelligence about. You. There's no intelligence and the guys about that it. That gift can play at the highest levels. Right, you got you okay. have control of it. There's no intelligence about it, but it, oh, absolutely! No, there's not. You, you can we have to do a whole other show on that. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so, so come on, story. tell me what you did, please. It was it was probably the most controversial thing I ever did in a game, and and, I, and we're playing in Wyoming, and I still get stalkers from Wyoming that you know on Twitter that follow me and, you know, talk crap to me and stuff, honestly, to this day. So we're up in Wyoming, and uh, they're my senior year, and they're in the hunt for the WAC championship that year as well. They had uh, well, Erickson as the head coach at the time. Dennis Erickson. And, uh, Dennis Erickson, yeah. So they had a really good team, and we're up there in Wyoming, packed stands, 
and the stands, we come out of the one locker room, you know, to come out on the field, and all of a sudden guys are jumping out. I go, man, somebody's, what is that? And they look up, and there's a guy with a couple friends standing around him blocking him, urinating on us. And, uh, you know, they all up there laughing and everything. Because you'd always you come walking out of that opponent's locker room at Wyoming. I know what it is. So, yeah, so you come out, we start the game. I put out the first-string quarterback, first series of the game. You didn't urinate on you him, know. did you? No, no, okay. I, okay, I think good. it broke his wrist or something. Okay. So he's out of the game. And first series, and the game's a battle back and forth. And we got control of the game, but they have one last-ditch effort, you know, later in the game, third quarter-ish. And uh, crowd's just chanting, F-U, B-Y-U, right? The student section mainly, but it is full-on rocking the place, F-U, B-Y-U, spoken out, Right. Gotcha. So it's rocking. We've been clear what you're on. It's a rivalry game. And they're making their last ditch drive to kind of stay in the game. And I sack the quarterback again. And when I get up off the sack, I point at the crowd. I point at the crowd and then I kind of twirl my hand and bow, right? So I bow to the point the crowd and then I bow. And uh, the place goes crazy <laughs> it goes people are crawling over the rails security's holding people from coming over the rails i go over to the sideline i'm getting pelted with cups and anything they could throw at me i mean it about brought the stands down that's all you did so, you just bowed i bowed i pointed at the crowd when there's chanting f u b y u and i bowed and it went you're such nuts. a you're such a sinner so first i got accused of flipping off the crowd which there was you know a thousand photos of it so I obviously did not flip off the crowd. Lavelle came over to me laughing, honestly, put his arm around me, and the crowd's going nuts. I, did, I, I had a guy come up from the stands screaming at me. I'm on, the, you know, getting a couple of this guy comes over the stands. He goes, I brought investigators here, and they're never going to li- listen to the missionaries, all because of you. <laughs> going nuts on me. <laughs> going nuts. All kinds of stuff happening. Lavelle puts his arm around me and goes, hey, Jace. Lavelle always called me Jace. He goes, Jace, I thought it was really funny, but you got to remember, remember who we represent. <laughs> so I'm probably not safe at, uh, you know, Cowboy Stadium still to this day. But, and like I said, I get, I get uh, stalked by Wyoming stalkers still. Well, Jason, you are just a terrible person. Uh, there's just no intellect. I, I, it's just how how dare you do that, and how dare you uh, say out of the crowd. The people, it's terrible. Yeah. It's awful. All right. Well, um, no. I think you should go back to throwing the shoes personally, and uh, throwing the shoes. That, that gets you 15. Mine wouldn't get you 15. I, I never did anything that would get me thrown out of the game because I'd think about it and go, "Hey, I don't want to do something that keeps me from playing." Because right? you're too smart. I for mean. That. Too smart. You're intellectual. I never got thrown out of a game. You're I never got a 15 yarder thrown on me for unsportsmanlike. You are intellectually I mean, um, with it. I can play at a high intellectual rage. All right. Well, uh, right now we're going to not play at a rage because <laughs> this round of rivals is over. It's over. Can't tell any more war stories. Nope. I'm off to my corner. He's Jason Buck. That's Scott Mitchell. Powered by KSLSports.com. Uh, find us on Facebook at The Rivals Podcast and on Twitter at The Rivals Show. And until then, be nice to other people and have intellectual rage.